Hi guys, my name is Nadia and I'm the founder and CEO of Zaya, a digital health platform that's working to provide individuals with chronic health conditions as well as mental health conditions and finding effective and affordable care. And I wanted to take this time to make this video today to share with you a little bit of my thoughts around the concept of negative thinking and complaining. So this is something that a lot of us do. It's completely normal. And so I don't want to bring any sort of shame around this. Um, but I do want to talk about how negative thinking and complaining, how it can impact our lives and not really support us as far as when it comes to really learning and growing and developing as individuals. So the first thing that I just want to talk about is complaining. What exactly is complaining? And to me, I think of complaining as a way to relieve pain. And we, but we can also look at it with the perspective of how complaining really is us sending out a message for someone to help us. It's a way for us to gain empathy. And it's also us basically sending a message to our external environment and to the people around us that we are alone and that we're in pain. It can also be a form of communication and connecting with others. So sometimes you might be somewhere and someone you'll say, oh yeah, the music is, is terrible here. And deep down there might be this sort of, this natural sort of urge that the person will agree with you. Yeah, the music is terrible in here, isn't it? You know, sometimes you go to like networking parties and that's a way that a lot of people can connect. This is just an example, networking party, whatever it is. Um, usually finding one topic that you can agree on is a way of bonding and connecting with others. And a lot of the times um, complaining can be one of the forms that we use to connect with others. But I want to take a step back and I want to look back at our childhood and when you were a child. And as children, sometimes we cry and we scream basically as a way for an adult or our parental figure to help us satisfy our needs. And so really it's a way for us to communicate and to receive any sort of attention and care. But as we grow old, really the sort of mentality and these behavioral patterns starts to stick with us. And as an adult, it's interesting because we still cry and we're not necessarily crying um, just as a way to relieve emotional distress, as a lot of studies say, but it's also a signal for others to know that we're in pain. And it's also a signal for us that we would like some sort of comfort, that we'd like to be soothed. And another interesting thing is the concept of swearing. Even there have been a few studies where swearing itself has been found as a natural form of pain relief. And so really complaining is a way for us to verbalize our negative thoughts and feelings. Um, it's almost like taking an ibuprofen as a way to help relieve our back pain. <laughs> and so, but something about complaining is that it really requires us to somehow interact with our external environment. It's a form of release through some form of interaction uh, either that can be verbally, um, like I said, if you're, you're, you're complaining about something, you're speaking to somebody else, 
Um, so really that is, that's kind of how I view complaining. But, so as I said, complaining really is us having this sort of interaction with the external world to relieve some sort of pain that we're experiencing. But what happens when we're alone and there's no one there to either comfort us in, or even in a more toxic sense for us to project on? Because that also happens. And, you know, and then as an adult, if we don't have a parent or someone to hold us or if we don't have a friend to listen to, that's just us. It's us in that moment with our thoughts. And although I believe that there is a healthy amount of complaining or venting, which helps us to alleviate tension and stress, when it becomes chronic, it starts to become an addiction. And as I said, if we don't have a way to release this sort of negative feelings or emotions that we might be experiencing, if we have no way to release that to our external environment, we start to internalize that. And this is where negative thinking starts to come in. And so when we start to internalize it, sometimes it can really um, catch hold of us and it can lead us into this sort of vicious cycle where our negative thoughts become an addiction. And we can become addicted to these negative thoughts. We can become addicted to these negative thinking patterns so much so that they start to pull us in, starts to almost become a magnet to us. It's, it's something that almost slowly starts to become a part of us. And eventually we start to become a part of them. And as long as we're unconscious and unaware of these thoughts, we might start to identify with these thoughts. So it can be anything like, say you have a chronic thought of, I'm lazy. And even though this can just be a thought that you have, you can really start to identify with that and you start to almost live that, you almost start to become that, you start to believe in that. And that's kind of where your mind goes. And as long as we're unconscious and aware of these thoughts that we identify with, there's no way for us to separate ourselves from it. And so really, what's the solution in this? How do we start to separate ourselves from our thought? Negative thinking patterns. Well, one way that we can start to do this is to bring awareness to our thinking patterns. We can start to welcome awareness, not just to our thoughts, but also to our bodies. We can start to bring awareness to how our body is responding to that thought. And this really is more of a somatic process. So something that I notice with myself is that if I'm having some sort of negative thought, if I'm ruminating on something, if I sit there long enough, I start to feel it in my body and my body starts responding in some sort of way where I start to feel tension, maybe in my muscles, my heart rate starts to increase, my eyes start looking around the room and maybe even some people start to start to pace in some sort of way. My body temperature starts to increase and sometimes I can feel, if it gets serious enough, I can start to feel nauseous or even get a headache. And so 
in a sense, that thought can start to, to sort of drag us and it can keep hold of us. And sometimes it can last for up to a few minutes. It can last for a few hours and even a few days. But if we allow ourselves to br start bringing awareness to it, we then become separate from it. And when we become separate from it, we're no longer a part of it. And we are no longer a part of it because now we view it as something that's separate from us. So how do we separate ourselves from our negative thoughts? So we can first start to bring awareness to our body. And I find it's easiest for me if I'm journaling or if I'm meditating. And even if you don't want to meditate, even if you don't want to journal, if that's not your thing, that's totally fine. But even if you were just to stop for one second and just when you catch yourself in that negative thought, ask yourself, uh, am I feeling comfortable? Just do a quick check-in. So if I'm feeling uncomfortable, I quickly recognize I'm feeling uncomfortable. And you can start to ask yourself why. And when you start to ask yourself why, this is when, if you don't have any awareness as to why you might be feeling a certain way, maybe why you're not getting any sort of sleep, or maybe why you're having digestive issues, because your body responds in so many ways when you start to enter into these sort of negative thinking patterns or um, yeah, any sort of negative mindset, your body will always respond in some sort of way. And so I find that meditating and journaling is really helpful for me in finding the root cause as to why I'm having a negative thought. Where did it come from? Um, how did it start? I think that's a really good question that you can start to ask yourself when this happens. And typically when I start to really reflect I start to realize that this negative thought came from something that maybe somebody said to me. Maybe it was an email or a conversation that I had. Or sometimes it can be from something in the past. Maybe I'm thinking and, and reflecting on something that happened maybe 10 months ago. And I noticed just that one thought, that one reflection of the past led me all the way to where I am right now where I'm feeling miserable and completely disconnected from myself, which is what caused a sort of cycle of negative thinking. But if you are able to recognize this sort of negative thinking that you're having, you can start to offer yourself a choice. You can ask yourself, do I want to continue these thoughts? How is this thought helpful for me? How does it make me feel? Does this thought offer any benefit to my life? And how would I be without this thought? And when you ask yourself these questions, you give yourself a choice to either continue feeling that the way that you're feeling or moving on from that thought and recognizing that that thought really doesn't serve you any good. And when you're able to make that choice, when you're able to separate yourself from that thought, it no longer becomes an addiction. It no longer becomes a part of you. And once you're really able to do that, then you have control. You're able to gain more control over yourself. And 
you can start to realize that you're really better without it. And you can slowly begin to let that thought go. You can allow it to kind of float away. And so sometimes, if this is something, if, if, if trying to understand where a negative thought came from, um, or why you might be feeling a certain way in your body due to this negative thought, and you really wanna connect with it, Visual, uh, visualization meditation is really helpful for me. So something that I always do if I'm having negative thoughts or if something just isn't sitting well in my body, I do a visualization where I imagine myself either sitting at the top of a mountain or I'm sitting in front of the ocean at the beach. And I get out a little piece of paper and a pen and I write down every single thing that's bothering me, every single thought that's going on in my mind. And I write it on this piece of paper. And if I'm sitting on the mountaintop, I fold it up and I literally just throw it into the air and I allow the wind to just blow it away. Or if I'm sitting at the ocean, I'll put it in a little bottle, like a glass bottle, and then I'll just put it into the ocean and I'll allow the ocean and the waves to take it away. So it's really a way for you to, um, to really feel like that thought or or whatever it is, is kind of just, you're releasing it, you're letting go of it. And, um, but of course, but first you're bringing awareness to it. And that's one of the most important things. And then finally, one thing that I wanna talk about is, you know, in personal development and self-development, there's, there's always this feeling that you need to become something, you need to do something. And if you don't do it, then you're failing. And I don't want you to walk away from this video feeling like, oh no, I'm in a negative thought pattern. I'm complaining uh, and then, then like beating yourself up about it. Um, don't be hard on yourself. This, the condition of negative thinking and complaining really is just a part of being human. And it's okay, it's normal. And we're all working on ourselves and if you feel like you took one step forward, maybe you did, maybe you started to bring more awareness around your thinking, maybe you did a meditation, maybe you started doing some sort of work or growth towards um, releasing yourself from these sort of patterns and vicious cycles. And then the next week you do something that kind of makes you feel like you took two steps back. Like don't be hard on yourself. Um, just know that, just enjoy the process. Enjoy the process and know that, um, and just, be compassionate towards yourself and recognize that changing these habits it takes time so really be gentle on yourself and yeah that's basically it so thank you so much for listening and make sure you subscribe to stay updated on more videos um, like I said, uh, I'm the founder and CEO of Zaya and we put on events and classes and workshops that are free once a month and we'll soon be having Zaya circles where we have meditation circles and different healthcare experts that can, where you can come and have these sort of discussions and really talk to the experts to help yourself grow and really, yeah, have a really beautiful healing journey. So yes, I look forward to connecting with you. Take care of yourselves out there.